Welcome to Auntie Talks podcast. In this podcast, we talk about mental well-being at work with HR and mental well-being professionals. My name is Mervi Lamminen. I'm the CEO and the founder of Auntie. And my name is Johanna Varje, head of growth at Auntie. everyone and welcome to the Auntie Talks podcast. I'm here today with Haida Nutinen, Auntie professional and psychologist. And today we're going to talk about how to say no without regret. Welcome Haida. Hi, it's really nice to be here. I'm, uh, well, as Johanna said, Haida Nutinen. Um, I'm a psychologist. I have been uh, with Auntie for about uh, three years now, exactly, I think. <laughs> and um Yeah, I'm working with with all kind of different clients, and it, it it's always really interesting work. So today we're going to talk about how to say no without regret. Haida, can you explain a little bit about the background of this topic and why you feel this topic is important? Yes, when I started with uh, with Auntie, I had several customers who um, were stressed or were overworked, and um, I realized that most of their problems were. Uh, coming from the fact that they weren't able to set boundaries properly. So there was coming extra work and they weren't able to um, delegate it away or say no. And when I asked them why they can't say no, they actually didn't know. So it was uh, really important for me to give them a step-by-step plan to start to actually figure out what they want, because clearly they didn't know why um, why they constantly take work on top of what they already have, which was already too much. So um, when we talked about it, there were um, several um, several problems coming up. Um, for example, there was um, the lack of resources that they felt that they are the only ones who were able to actually offer that kind of uh, service. Um, so, or that there was uh, negative emotions, like they felt that the other one would feel so bad if they just rejected the request. So they were just taking more work on. Or then, um, for example, there was also um, lack of experience that they just had started and felt, oh, you know, now I have to prove myself. I can't just say no. I have to actually do the job. Or then, um, you know, that they just felt like, okay, this is over my head right now. There's something I haven't been doing. They maybe didn't get feedback about their work regularly. So they felt that they're not doing a good job and that they have to work even more. So... These were reasons I was confronted with and working with the clients on them real, made me realize that it's so important to actually learn to say no for yourself and not even perceive for others, but especially for yourself to give yourself the time to learn, to grow and to actually um, benefit from your job. And also the company benefits from your work more when you learn to set boundaries and communicate. Yeah, I can definitely definitely agree with that, and and I can I think many of us can relate to that both in in a work environment, but also our personal life. How it is sometimes hard to say no. Uh, you came up with with some steps that people can do how to say no without regret. Do you want to explain what those concrete steps are? How we can all learn to say no without regret? Mm, yeah, well, it. Um I, I had to say I didn't like come up completely by myself. I was a little bit Googling at what there's already out there. It wasn't much, I have to say. So um, I kind of had to patch the things together, which I found and make them usable, like in a way that is easy enough to actually follow. 
And um, yeah, I started with first of all, when you're in the situation that already somebody comes to you and asks that you don't say anything right now. Like you just wait and you take your time and you even re request some time off to actually think about it. And that is something what you always do. You stay calm. You're not getting pressured. You ask in the first step. You ask time to consider your options. That means that you are already have been uh, stopping working, you have been thinking about it, but maybe you don't even have time to think about it properly. So instead of actually making a decision out of a rush, you ask if this is possible to be answered a little bit later and that you have to think about it if you have the resources and the capacity to actually do it. That's the first step. Okay, well, that sounds easy enough. Just saying, can I think about this? Exactly. So um, the second step would be um, that you withdraw like from from the situation and that you actually think about it and analyze the problem. Okay. So you actually don't want to say yes for a reason. What is that reason? That would be really important to think about. So um, also that could be that the person who has been asking it is constantly asking things from you, what they should actually learn doing themselves or um, Who else could help? Like, are you really the right person to ask um, to, to be actually doing that? Or is there somebody else who has more capacity of doing that? Um, what are actually your costs? Like, do you have the time and the resources to do that? Um, and also, um, why is it so hard for you to say no if you clearly feel that you don't have the capacity of doing it? So if there's any uh, emotional pressure or expectations or avoidance of actually using the no, then maybe there's still a reason to actually say no instead of yes. And the most valid, uh, valid point is your needs. Like, what do you actually want? And usually people have a gut feeling they know if they want to say yes or no. So I think they have to reconnect with themselves and be honest about it. So you recommend that we listen to our gut feeling? Yes, definitely. Um, this is something what many people feel they can't do. They are very rational and think that they, well, they, they have that kind of um, basic intrinsic beliefs that they have to prove themselves, that they have to be constantly uh, available, that they have to show that uh, they are really good at their job to actually make career or continue like being, being in the position they are. And um, that is really, really something what, what is interfering with their well-being and that's why they often come to auntie and we have to basically um, make them realize that they have to work with their emotions which are there they just don't look at them <laughs> hmm. yeah that's that's probably something that we all should should work on you know recognizing our own emotions and, and listening to our intuition as you just said Uh, is there something else we should consider when somebody asks us to do something and we're not sure if we want to say yes or no? Well, I think it's it's very important that we, like I said earlier, to think who that actually is. Because often, especially as a leader, people think that they have to do it because they do it best. But the problem is that they constantly do it. And then they don't do the, the job they're actually about or they're actually hired to do, but they actually help their employees to do their job. And that is uh, that is not beneficial for any sides because the leader will be extremely busy and the employee is not going to learn how to do his job. Um, so I was encouraging um, a couple of leaders to actually understand that they are helping their employees. They're helping them if they let them do 
their job themselves, of course with support, of course with, with, um, with guidance, but that takes the time once and you explain it and then you let them be and let them try it on their own and then they will grow self-confidence and then they won't come anymore. Like you will actually delegate actively the work away to them and they grow the knowledge and the self-confidence to actually do it themselves. And I think that is very important for every leader to understand that it's not harmful to the employees, it's actually helping them. Yes, I can definitely agree with that. And that sort of fits well with the saying that saying no sometimes means saying yes to something else. Hmm. Oh, yeah, this is absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what would you say to employees or, or people in general who feel guilty about saying no? How can they deal with that feeling and emotion of guilt? Well, first of all, we, we always uh, like try to understand where that guilt, of course, comes from. So the guilt is often coming from that kind of extremely high expectations people have been putting on themselves, which is like um, usually um, that kind of intrinsic belief that they always have to do a marvelous job, that they can't do any mistakes. So um, I think that would be something we have to we have to work on, that they are, are not letting anyone down by actually giving them the option and the opportunity to learn to do it. Also, that help and support um, offered by other colleagues or even by the person who's asked is as helpful because they actually learn it. It will take more time, but they actually will learn and will grow. And that is, I think, always the most important part of it. So the guilt is just because they think they they say no and they are not going to help, but they have to understand that they can be helpful without doing the job for them. Because this is actually not helpful. <laughs> mm. I think that's some, some great ad advice and also a very positive and sort of growth mindset way to look at it. Mm. All right. Um, to wrap it up, Heide, how would you say, what are the concrete steps in a nutshell, how to say no without regret? Well, I think it's it's very important to go prepared in a conversation to say no, that you're absolutely clear about that you are not going to say yes, no matter what happens, that you can brainstorm together, that you can support, that you can find another person to help, that you can put all kind of resources to it, but that you're not going to do it for that person, no matter what happens, that you have to stick with it. It's most important that once you have decided to say no, that you stick with it. Otherwise, there will be always negotiating afterwards. Every time you say no, no, it won't be clear. People always think that they can haggle their way around it, not doing what they're supposed to do. So it's very, very important that the most important part of this is stick with it. Once you decide to say no, it has to stay a no. That's very good advice. I, I think that we can we can use that for many other things as well. If once you make a decision, stick with it and be clear about how you communicate your decision. Thank you so much, Haida, for being here today. You're welcome. <laughs> It was really nice. Thank you. <laughs>